So I was on this call with this copywriter earlier today and he said something at the end. It was like a two hour conversation. And he said, it's cool to see you turn water into wine. It was like a work to copywriting miracle for those of you who get the reference. Um, it was the call was about this this new project that I'm copy chiefing for him. And we went through all the thinking behind the project, all the like development of the messaging and connecting with the prospect and who they are and all of that. And uh, by the end, he actually thought what I was doing was kind of miraculous. And he told me that he jumped ahead by about two weeks on the project in that two hour call. And so today I thought I would share the story of that and some reflections on how you can work copywriting and marketing miracles. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. Let's go. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, today's episode, as usual, sponsored by me. I want you to check out the link in the description to actually a resource that I shared with this copywriter on this call. It's the six step belief shifting framework, the six step belief shifting framework. And if your prospect needs to believe that they can achieve some outcome, some result in order to buy your product or service, this is an outline that you can use for your entire sales message. You can compress it into a few minutes, maybe like a 10 minute uh, video sales letter or a quick video, or you can expand it into a, a much longer VSL or marketing message. Either way, it walks through, the training walks through the entire framework, the entire outline, and you can get it by checking out the link in the description. All right, so the story of my copywriting miracle here, uh, to be fair, to be fair, the copy is not written yet, and so this is more about the writing process than the results generated, but a good writing process will often lead to good results. And so hopefully this is just the beginning of the wins on this project. And, and I can't share the specific details of the client or anything. I apologize if it is a little bit vague, but this is a project where I've been asked to be confidential about who particularly the client is, at least for right now. And, um, and, and, and so I'm going to be generic with some of the details that might tip you off as to who that is. So about this call, I did this two hour uh, kickoff call with the main copywriter on the project. And he's been doing a bunch of research. He's been going through the product. He's been, he's been trying to pull out as much information as possible, trying to come up with different angles and ideas. And I'm coming in a little bit behind him on the project. So I just started like looking about, uh, looking, looking into the product and service. Like I start looking into the offer. Like I'm just, I'm just starting to understand it. And so we kicked off the call with, I had this, this high level idea of what this was. And I started asking him questions about this. And, uh, I was sharing my ideas about the market and asking him to share his ideas. And like I said, by the end, he was saying, it's cool to see you turn water into wine. So what's, what is the, what is the setup of this where I'm just able to hop on a phone call and um, 
and have something that looks miraculous to a, a newer, more novice copywriter. Um, and, and why does this, like to me, this felt like nothing. So why does this feel like nothing? Well, uh, essentially, there are a lot of things going in my favor. This particular offer is for a market I'm very familiar with. It's for a business opportunity, work from home, kind of internet business offer. And that is an audience that I know really, 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 really well. And no matter what you're selling them, the audience is still the same. And understanding your audience is like 90%, 95% of figuring out how to sell your product or service. If you understand who they are and what they want, as it might relate to the ultimate deliverable of your product, your service, then it's really easy to talk to them. And then in the end, you just have to connect that through. So if I know who is my audience and what result they want, well, okay, that's, that's most of my selling message. Uh, even, even more, this is a product category that I'm familiar with. This, this product that we're working on, it's an information or how-to product. It's a familiar offer to me. Everything about it is so familiar, even though it's brand new. I've never worked with this client before. I've never sold this product before. I didn't know this product existed until I had the project dropped in my lap. Okay, that's fine. It's still something where I immediately knew what was compelling about it. I, I will say that it is a client that I'm familiar with. It's a big name that I won't say in this episode because you'd recognize him. But it's a big name uh, who I am familiar with. And it's a promise that I'm familiar with. Like I've spent most of my career selling ROI-oriented products, like products where if you buy it and apply it, you're going to get more money in return. Like if you buy it and succeed with the promise that they're making, you're going to have more money in your bank account in the end. So essentially what we're doing is we're selling money at a discount. We're selling future money that's much more than the current investment that we're asking them to make. So like in short, I walk into the situation, uh, but it seems so familiar. It seems like I've been here before. In fact, I already have a ton of resources and sample copy and frameworks, et cetera, to support all of this. And so over the course of this two hour call, which by the way, was originally scheduled for one hour, but you know, when you're the copy chief, sometimes that those calls go on. Anyways, I'm pulling together all of these resources and frameworks and I'm handing it to him. So an example being that six step belief shifting framework, I'm just saying here, this is super relevant to this and you don't have to follow this framework exactly, but here is why it makes sense to make sure you at least cover these points. And um, I guess the deeper truth behind working marketing copywriting miracles uh, is that when you really understand them, it's like, it's like the magic trick, right? The magician, if you watch it from the, from the audience and you don't know what's going on, it's like, wow, that's incredible. That's, that's an amazing feat, right? But if you were the magician and you understand the mechanism of magic tricks, it's like, yeah, I understand. I know how it works, right? You standing up on the back of the stage, you see the trap door in the stage that the person climbs through in order for them to disappear from out of the box, right? So you understand these deeper truths. Uh, so for example, I'm always pulling from what I consider to be, or what I've called my architecture of a skill model. And that is that underlying principles 
influence the strategies. As strategies are built on underlying principles. Techniques are built on strategies and tactics, which are the the like knife blade implementation, right, of any given thing. The tactics are built on top of the techniques, on top of the strategies, on top of the principles. And so if you just learn tactics, you don't understand what foundation those are built on. And so you don't necessarily know how to use them or like how they might apply from market to market and you're very focused on the superficial details, right? But if you understand the principles and strategies, that's the deep thinking that goes on, the deep understanding. And those are easily moved from situation to situation, um, applying techniques and tactics that are manifestations of the deeper understanding at the principles and strategies level. And so like a big thing here is that I understand the psychology of the business opportunity buyer. I understand what they want. I understand what makes them tick. I understand like there are certain things that when we are pursuing business opportunities, we want something that's like a, a, a easy button that we can push and we're going to wake up rich. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, everything is automatic and it's laid out for us and it's hard to fail. And so many people have been here before, including people like us, including people in situations worse off than us. Right. That's what we are attracted to as business opportunity buyers. And by understanding that, I can speak to it. I can speak to the fact that, you know, the average business opportunity buyer is tired of checking in with a boss and asking for vacation, is tired of having to go to the office, is tired of getting stupid like little cost of living raises while the headline inflation number is much higher, is tired of all those things that are representative of a lack of freedom. And on some level, a business opportunity is, oh, I'm going to make some money with this thing. On another level entirely, a business opportunity is a ticket to freedom, right? And so I understand that that's what those buyers want. I understand that. And then it's just a matter of applying it to this situation or that situation. Like, same thing for investment, same thing like Health has its own hot buttons. Uh, relationships has, have its own hot buttons and different audiences have their own hot buttons. But it's, it's a matter of taking the, the deeper principles and applying them, leveraging the known angles, finding the unique applications to your situation. And importantly, not getting mired in the details. So like one of the things that was going on with his copywriter, he was probably gonna spend the next two weeks, the two weeks that he said I saved him. Um, and by the way, totally respect him. Like um, I, none of this is... All of this is, is to say, like, I'm coming from this place of experience in the market that it doesn't have. Um, it is really easy, like when you're getting into the market, to get mired in the details of the product, to get mired, like having to go through every minute, having to go through. To some degree, that stuff is far less relevant, maybe irrelevant in a lot of cases. Like, you have to know what's in the product. You have to know what the deliverable is. You have to know what's being fulfilled. but if you get caught up in the nitty gritty details of the product, all those little, little tiny things, it's easy to miss the big picture, like who is my prospect and what do they really want? What is the, their dream outcome for their life? And ultimately people are going to respond based on believing that they're gonna get that dream outcome. And so zooming out to this, this whole idea of the, the copywriting call, like this, this call that we had, um, I was thinking that 
in our careers, especially as copywriters, we have this opportunity for winning fast and slow. We have an opportunity. And there's a hat tip there to the book Thinking Fast and Slow, which is a great book on all the funky ways that our minds work. Um, but winning fast and flow, the cool thing is that like in copywriting, there are so many opportunities to succeed, to win fast. Uh, so the example from the call today, um, one of the examples that I, that I shared with him was something that was super early in my copywriting career. It was a huge winner for the client. And it was something where I was actually on copy review calls with people who were copy chiefing for me, who gave me specific pieces of copy, specific hot buttons to focus on and said, make these the feature and wrap the product details around it. And um, so you have this opportunity as a copywriter, if you listen in situations like that, to win fast, to like tap into the, the, the wisdom of somebody who has a lot more experience and expertise. Also, so that's like, that's like uh, if we go back to that magician metaphor, sometimes you can like learn a trick that some famous magician came up with and you can look like a brilliant magician, right? Because you can copy their trick. You can learn the, the tactics of that trick, right? But you never feel like a miracle worker and you feel like they're the miracle worker at that point. But then you maybe learn a few more tricks and a few more tricks and you start to recognize things that are similar between the different tricks and you gain expertise through time. And when you gain that expertise through time, you start to realize, oh, all these tricks are using the same mechanism. How could I maybe use the same mechanism and present it in a new way? And so then you're winning slow, but oftentimes you're winning in much bigger ways because you've recognized like, oh, that thing that I did way in the beginning is now super successful across the board, right? Um, and, and I hope that's not too like out there as far as the understanding goes. So what looks like a miracle to me today, or what looks like a miracle to him today, doesn't feel like a miracle to me at all because it's just something that I've grown familiar with. But like my first success, my first success did feel like a miracle and it was inherited through, uh, through, through, the expertise of someone else, actually, Mark Ford on that on that project that I'm thinking of, he was a copy chief. He he sat in on copy reviews for me and reviewed the copy and said, why don't we write these the bullets this way, like or the subheadlines this way? Why don't we focus on these things? And it was like a miracle to me that he just knew exactly what to say. And now I'm sharing similar lessons with other copywriters. And, you know, to him, it looks like turning water into wine. But to me, it's like, you know, I have a little tube up my sleeve and I'm pouring wine into the glass as I'm draining the water out. Uh, it's, it's, it's not so much a miracle. And the longer you dedicate yourself, like going back to one of the original principles of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, I focused, I wanted you to focus on growing your skill by 1% a week. It's a lesson I learned from Gary Bensavinga, one of the greatest copywriters of all time. Grow your skill by 1% a week. And at first that doesn't seem like very much but through the miracle of compound interest or compound gains, 1% compounding every week very, very quickly grows to just astronomical heights. And so when you focus on improving yourself 1% per week, pretty soon you're going to be accused of turning water into wine and working miracles. And if you want to shortcut that process, you can certainly learn from people who have come before you, such as by checking out the link in the description to the six-step 
belief shifting framework. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content from me every day. I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets Every Day designed to help you increase your marketing skills, your copywriting skills by at least 1% every week. I'll catch you again in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.